Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Retroshade. I am your host, Heather. Today, you guys, we have a really, really great episode for you. This is um, a topic that I personally love to talk about. Um, I really, I am a true, true Libra justice warrior. You guys know my moon and my rising are both in Libra, and I'm always kind of like on this rant, bringing justice to things that I feel are facing injustice. (laughs) And you guys know that one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to covering the um, like astro seasons that we're in is I always have a segment that's justice for. And today, that's what we're really kind of bringing to the mix. We're going to be talking about Mercury retrograde. We have just entered Mercury retrograde season once again. And this is the time that everybody, like this is our favorite villain, you know? It's everybody's favorite scapegoat, Mercury retrograde. That girl's name is just, you know, so slandered and just misunderstood And I really want to kind of pull back the covers today and we're going to talk about what it really is all about um, and why it feels so heavy for all of us, why it feels so impactful. And then also I want to talk about some ways that you can prepare and navigate so that you feel less turbulence during this time um, because that's really what it comes down to. It's knowledge is power and it gives us the opportunity to prepare And as an astrologer, I want to let you know how I navigate Mercury retrograde and really any retrograde, but um, I want to give you some tips and trips so that you really like have a, like this doesn't throw you off for the next three weeks. Like you don't have to go into Mercury retrograde, like shuddering and hiding and just hoping that it passes by, you know? That's not the vibe. You can still go out and live your best life during Mercury retrograde season. It's not like duck and cover and, you know, hope it hope you don't make eye contact with it. That's not it. Um, So that's what I want to talk about today. And so without further ado, let's just dive in. So you guys know Mercury is a planet that is super close to the Earth, is the closest planet to the sun, which means that it makes its rotations and it moves its patterns a lot faster than some of the other planets. It makes the planet, it makes its movements faster than any of the other planets because it has a shorter path. Um, and it, it is so close to the Earth. So we feel its movements and its transits a lot stronger um, than some of the outer planets like Uranus or Saturn. Um, and Mercury is the planet that rules communication and technology, which we use constantly. We are so plugged in and so connected. Technology runs our entire lives. Like you can look at like smart homes where literally everything is plugged into technology. Like the doors, locking doors are the way that we like regulate our temperature, the way that we communicate with each other. Like we are so plugged in to technology and we're also communal beings. So we are constantly communicating with each other. We are constantly talking. We're sending emails, messages, phone calls. 
These are like communication and technology are arguably two of the things that we experience the most in our lives. So whenever anything is happening with Mercury, that directly impacts our communication and technology, which is like the foundations of our beings and our day to day. So obviously we feel those things greatly. Now, retrograde, simply put, is just when a planet is moving in a kind of like reverse motion from its normal path. That is really all that it is. Every single planet goes through a retrograde period um, where they station moving in a reverse direction. And uh, um, so that's why it kind of feels like it's, you know, a little bit of like a shock to the system. So we don't feel it as heavily when some of the outer planets move into their retrograde pattern because they are further away from the Earth. We don't feel their pull as much. With Mercury, with its position being so close to the Earth, the things that it rules, obviously we feel it big time. But This is not something that you need to fear and you need to think like, oh my God, everything is going to be so difficult for me moving forward. How I like to look at retrograde is like a cosmic second chance. It's literally what it's kind of like asking us to do. It's backtracking. So it's asking us any single planet that does its retrograde, that is what it's asking us to reflect on, to review, to reassess, revisit. Anything that kind of like has that re in front of it, it's, it is a second chance for you to look at it. So with Mercury, communication and technology, we want to look at things like what our uh, relationship to, to technology is like, how our communication skills are going, are there ways to improve it? Um, and then we also want to take into consideration the sign in which it is doing its retrograde pattern in. So let's talk about that. First of all, Mercury retrograde um, in this period is going to be happening from September 9th to October 2nd, and then it is going to be taking its first half of that retrograde pattern in the sign of Libra before it finishes up in the sign of Virgo. So it'll be in Libra September 9th to 22nd, and then Virgo from September 23rd to October 2nd. So let's talk about the vibes. This first part of Mercury retrograde in Libra. Libra is an air sign which is strongly connected to our minds and communication. It is all about justice, especially social justice, and constantly seeking a state of balance and harmony. It's ruled by Venus as well, so there's a very strong connection to like art and culture, beauty, romantic relationships. So with this, like, don't be surprised you, this is always a time when our exes like to creep up. You're getting those you up texts. (laughs) You may feel like you're like extra confronted with a sense of imbalance or burnout. And that's what it's kind of asking you to do is reassess where you're at with these things. How are you using your energy? Are you, you know, paying attention to making sure that you are taking care of yourself enough so that you have your batteries, have enough time to recharge? Or are you putting out a lot of energy for the benefit of others while ignoring your own well-being? Don't be surprised as well if your one-to-one relationships get a little bit of bumpy. Maybe you had a summer fling and it's in that burnout stage. It's kind of run its course. It served its purpose. It was all that summer fun. And now it's time to, you know, get back to uh, your regular life, back on your pattern or your path that you're supposed to be on. 
Um, or maybe there's something that has been living under the surface that you've just kind of been like sweeping under the rug and not wanting to deal with to avoid confrontations or not knowing how to address it. Um, or maybe your partner has had something that they've been suppressing and you have not been keen to it yet. There are things that could be bubbling up to the surface that you need to address that you haven't been during this time. It's often that this is when it will come out. Um, and then also... Just a fun fact, um, we um, last year during the September Libra retrograde Merc in, with Mercury, um, that was when Instagram or Facebook had its big lockout and everybody had the big panic because nobody could get into their Instagram accounts. It wasn't working. And we kind of collectively had this big discussion over like, okay, what happens when you've invested your entire business on Instagram, a platform where you don't own anything, like, and started to get this conversation back to the importance of diversifying how you build your business and making sure that you do have an email list and that you're putting content out in other places and making sure that you are really autonomous in your business and not, or even in like your marketing strategy, making sure that you have diversification because if it's all hinged on just one platform and that platform burns out, for whatever reason, you're you're kind of like screwed, for lack of a better word. Um, we also see a lot of um, social justice movements coming up at this time, or a light being sh um, a light coming in on where we have been turning a blind eye or where we maybe haven't made enough of an effort to help support and lift everyone else up because again like Libra is constantly striving to create that balance and harmony so what are we doing to make sure that our fellow human is feeling supported and safe and having equal opportunities and equal access in this world um, so those are some of the themes that kind of come up during Libra um, Mercury Red retrograde station. Virgo is an earth sign and is super grounded in logic and productivity. Virgo is our harvest maven and wants everything to be really efficient and effective, always like wants everything to serve a purpose and really wanting to make sure that nothing goes to waste. Virgo also has an extremely keen attention to detail that really borders on the perfectionist. Virgo is also ruled by Mercury, so this can be a really strong feeling during this time, so you can see the impact of the transit, and especially if you... Um if you have like your sun rising or moon in Virgo at this time, or if your Mercury is in Virgo, you're going to feel this big, big time. Um, so some things for you to expect are getting called out for rushing through your work or texting the wrong person about that person. We've all been there before. Uh, Reevaluating your work. Are you being productive or are you being productive for the sake of being productive? Those are some questions and some things that you're going to start seeing popping up for yourself. Um, so I want to talk about some ways that you can prepare for Mercury retrograde and, you know, ways to navigate this period of time to create some ease for yourself. So you're not kind of like 
what we want to try to avoid is living in this sort of like defensive state where it feels like life is just kind of taking a big dump on us. That's not a fun way of living. And there's a there is a difference between like slowing down and being more mindful um, about how you're navigating life and playing on the defensive. Um, and when you're playing on the defensive in life, and that's your approach, you're really kind of slipping into this sort of like victim mindset. And so you'll notice that people who live in that way, they're like, oh, Mercury retrograde is coming. Like, oh, my life is going to fall apart or my life is falling apart because of Mercury retrograde. And that's just not it. Like you're if you are feeling that way, it's because you are giving up your power during Mercury retrograde and giving it to a planet. And that's not the vibe. That's not what we're here for. And that's what I'm hoping that you get out of this episode today is that just because Mercury has gone retrograde doesn't mean that your life is going to fall apart or that everything is going to go wrong for you. When you do hit those tough points, when things do, you know, not go your the way that you hope that it would, it is a sign for you to stop and reassess where you're at. It's to learn a lesson. It's not because your life sucks and you're meant to struggle. It's because there's something that you're not paying attention to. It's always for a reason and it's up to you to learn that reason and to implement it into your life. It's always a gift. And that's what we really need to kind of switch the mindset for. It's not for you to struggle. It's for you to stop struggling and for you to elevate and grow. Okay, so my very first way that I prepare for Mercury Retrograde is, first of all, know the dates and when it's happening and start slowing down. This is my number one thing. It's just becoming mentally aware of the fact that I know that Mercury retrograde season is not a time to be moving really fast, being making really big decisions and big power moves. I know that Mercury retrograde is a time that's asking me to slow down and like double check where I'm at with my life, make sure that everything is moving towards it as I would like it to. This is an opportunity to sit back and assess what I have going on in my life and how that aligns with what I'm trying to create for my life. And you would be surprised at when you do actually give yourself the space and grace to do that sort of analysis, that even though you may at the time be feeling like you are nailing it and you are so aligned with what you want, you'd be surprised at the little things that you do miss because it becomes part of like the minutia of the day-to-day that you're living. So this is really a gift and time for you to be able to slow down, catch your breath, Make sure that you are, you know, taking really good care of yourself, you're eating nourishing food, you're hydrating, you're getting movement every day, you're honoring your mind and your energy and making sure that all the things in your life, like just, you know, taking inventory, what's working and what's not. And it's just like when you kind of do spring cleaning in your house and you start, you know, poking around and looking through your closet, there's always things that you find that you forgot were there and this is no different. There are things that exist in your life that you have maybe forgotten about and they're just little like energy leeches, just draining your system. So this is an opportunity for you to do that analysis 
get eyes on what's actually going on. And then that gives you, it empowers you to be able to make shifts, to get rid of things that are no longer serving you. Or maybe there's space for you to bring things on that you didn't think you were ready to bring on. It's just about, you know, bringing awareness to the reality of your life. Another thing that I do is really lean into my morning and evening practices. This is a time where um, I really try to make a conscious effort to do a lengthier morning and evening practice. Um, So I, when I'm designing my morning and evening practices, I have two versions that exist for me. I have what I call a net practice, which is no extra time. And that is one that is like, I can do in five to 10 minutes. That's going to get me really like primed for a great day, really aligning in the energy of how I want to experience the day. I've got one thing that is for my mind, my body, and my soul, and making sure that holistically I am all taken care of and ready to go for my day. And same thing, making sure that I am all like depleted and relaxed and ready for a really good sleep at night and kind of taking stock of the day and preparing for the the following. And then I have um, my pet time, which is plenty of extra time. And this is the this is like the practice that I would do in the morning and evening if I had all the time in the world and I could really lean into it and make it so luxurious and just enjoy, suck every moment, like every juicy morsel of my time with myself in this practice. So during during a Mercury retrograde is when I really kind of lean into more of that pet time of practice, making sure that I've carved out plenty of time because I want to make sure like I'm moving slower. I'm not rushing from one thing to the next when I'm booking and filling in my schedule, which is something that we'll get to in a second, but I'm not like back to back to back with everything. I'm giving myself lots of time to move so that I don't get easily set into like anxiety or worry and, you know, all those kind of icky feelings. Um, And that also helps me to be able to ground into when things do, you know, kind of go sideways for me. I have this energy that I prompt myself for in the morning that I can get back to and remember and these tools in my tool belt that can help me get back on track so that I can better manage and move through these challenge like any challenges that come my way. The third thing that I do is remember that this is a time for lessons and it's for an elevated and more aligned way of being. So How I used to move through Mercury retrograde was uh, like a lot of us do, which is getting frustrated um, and really kind of like push through the season without honoring what is actually honoring and respecting what is actually supposed to be happening or what Mercury is trying to do for me. Um, And it comes from this need to try to control our outcomes. And it's such a human way of being to try and control what's going on instead of surrendering to the reality and learning how to kind of dance with life. Um, And when we kind of switch over into that mindset where life is a dance and it's all about ebbing and flowing and 
Um, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to go with the flow of what is existing and trusting that it is for your highest good and that, you know, things didn't work out the way that you thought they would because there is a bigger, better result that is on its way to you. And that is what is happening. You are meant to learn a lesson. And sometimes it's super annoying because you feel like you've like learned this lesson before, but obviously you haven't. And that's why it's coming up for you again. I can definitely speak to that because that has been my reality a lot of the time during my life. Um, So it's just, it's about letting go of that need to control the outcome and trusting that this is for your highest good and keeping yourself open to receiving the lessons that, you know, the cosmos that Mercury is trying to teach you because it really is like these are our greatest teachers um, and they're teaching us through life experience. So when you open up to it and you stop trying to control it and you become more receptive, you learn and move forward a lot faster. And trust me, honeys, it is so much nicer and so much easier when you move through life in that way. I have done it both ways and I can tell you from experience, it is so much easier when you just surrender. Next is mindfulness. When I am in my work and in communication, um, I really take uh, I really take my time. And so when I am scheduling things into my calendar, I make sure that I limit the number of things, the number of obligations I have in my calendar, and I make sure that I give myself plenty of time. Whether I have to drive somewhere, um, there's commuting involved, or when it's just like going in between meetings online, that's something that we really figured out um, early on when we started working from home a lot more. Was that we could fill up our calendars with so many meetings because we didn't have to commute and you didn't have to go anywhere. You just literally like clicked a button. But one of the things that we had to learn from that was that we can burn ourselves out so much because even though you are at home, you aren't traveling anywhere, there's still an energetic exchange from you being on and interacting with another human being. So it's still so important to limit the amount of meetings that we have and give ourselves enough time in between between meetings to take care of our personal needs, to recharge your energy, to refresh, to move around a little bit, to take a step outside and breathe some fresh air. These are all things that are super important for us to do. So that is one thing that I do during this season is making sure that I have fewer things booked in my calendar and that I give myself plenty of time between everything. I also will like triple check my work and I mean like I will read and reread and proofread and go through with a fine tooth comb when I'm making graphics like everything I really again give myself a lot of time to um, to get everything done. I don't set tight deadlines for myself. Um, and if I do have a tight deadline to work towards, I really make sure that I do my absolute best to give myself plenty of time to make sure that I am going over everything at least twice. No flying by the seat of my pants because that is when mistakes are made. Um, and that is something that we really learned during this time. So be mindful about giving yourself enough time to proof your work, to review everything, um, and just not put yourself in positions where you have to rush if possible. Um, 
And then also avoid any sort of gossip, especially if it's off office gossip. There is a tendency during Mercury retrograde for things to be overheard, for stories to get blown out of proportion, for everything. Like it just gets out of hand. Like gossip is not a great practice to be in anyways. Um, but definitely during this time, it has a tendency to just go awry. So keep your keep yourself out of the mess, keep blood off your hands, and just avoid gossip. If people start like going off on about things in the office, turn around on your heels and excuse yourself. Go grab a coffee or water and (laughs) go pull up like a tabloid or something instead. Um, And be really thoughtful in your explanations when it comes to your intentions. Really practicing communicating from explaining where you're coming from instead of being right and in your point. Um, that's a lesson that is really helpful during this time because there is a tendency to be misunderstood or to not um, kind of stumble on your words, kind of like I've stumbled on my words a few times during this episode. Uh, but giving yourself enough time to be really thoughtful in your explanation and making sure that you are really tapping into communicating from your heart and your soul and less from your mind and trying to be right in a point. Um, because you, when you do just communicate from that way, and I mean like even in business, when you're communicating from your heart space instead of your head, you are going to be more succinct and your intention will be felt and you will be um, understood a lot more because of that fact. And it's going to be less about you trying to prove your rightness and be heard correctly or how you want to be heard. And finally, respect your technology, girlies. Back up your work. Anticipate hiccups. So come in with a backup plan. Always have like plan A, B, and C. Avoid carrying your phone. I just got a new phone. I just upgraded my phone. And I'm telling you, I refuse to carry that sucker in my hand during this time because I have like just the most accident prone hands. I'm the type of person that will be like holding something and then all of a sudden it's jumping from my hands. And I know this about myself and I respect Mercury retrograde. So I always put my phone in my bag and I do not carry it anywhere. Um, And then last but not least, keep liquids far away. I, um, you guys might notice this in some of my videos, but I have like a shelf beside my desk and I will keep my like coffee or water on that. So it's away from my computer and I'll keep my phone and my computer on my desk. But that way, if I knock anything over, it's not going to mess with my technology. I'll tell you last September, um, during Mercury retrograde, that was the biggest lesson that I learned. I spilt no less than four liters of water. You heard me correctly. It was so outrageous that I kept track. I could easily keep track of the amount of water that I was knocking over because I was spilling full like 20 ounce cups of water. <laughs> and it was They were full always. It was a whole mess. It was a whole thing. It was always water. Um, and I knocked it all over the place. I spilled it all over the front console of my car one day. 
And that was the big lesson that I needed to learn. And it was because I was being so reckless with the way that I was carrying water around. I wasn't being mindful. I was rushing. And so I would grab the top of like, I was drinking out of like one of those reusable um, ice Starbucks cups. So it's like the, the lid you push down on it and I would grab it from the top and I would pick it up and then the lid would come off and water would go everywhere. And I know better. I know to grab from the cup, but I just got myself into such a habit from just grabbing the lid and it was the most irritating thing because it's it was irritating because I know better yet I'm still not doing better. So it took me about four liters in that like two week span of time for me to finally get it through that I need to stop. And so I ended up just actually switching my drinking container because obviously I wasn't getting in. So I just needed to do something more proactive. Um, So I've been drinking out of my hydro flask again ever since then. So I'm coming up on a full year of drinking from my hydro flask again. (laughs) So those are my big hot tips for you guys. And uh, um, I, I think something else that I want to just really, um, this is a time for you to be learning lessons and just bringing awareness to what is going on in your life. So for example, if you have like an ex or somebody from your past who comes up and sends you a text to reach out, um, and you knowing that Mercury retrograde is about revisiting, reevaluating, that's what it is. It doesn't necessarily mean that because that person has reached out to you, that it means that you are supposed to get back into a situation with that person. What it is meant to do is like, this is an opportunity for you to re-examine what existed in the past and take away lessons that you may not have brought forward. Sure, it can mean that this person... Um, is supposed to have a second chance in your life, but that's not always the meaning. And so this is the time for you to be investigating, evaluating, and discerning what that lesson is for you. And you will know, but it's just going to get, it's going to take you some time. So this isn't about making fast decisions and implementation. This is the time for learning lessons, for gathering information and sifting through it. Um, So that's what I want to leave you with here. Um, And I just want to wish you a happy Mercury retrograde season. Just be gentle with yourself during this time. I mean, right now um, we have, I think, five planets in retrograde. So, I mean, this is really a time for us to just be, you know, kind of sitting in the passenger seat a little bit and just taking some time and slowing down and evaluating and really kind of comparing and contrasting what exists in our reality right now and what do we want to have exist in our reality and are we on that track? Is there alignment there or do some things need to be put into place to get you more on track? Um, So that is what I want to leave you with. Thank you so much for listening to Retroshade Podcast. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Share this podcast with a friend, especially this episode if you have a friend who tends to get like really up in arms over Mercury Retrograde season. Send them this episode and say, girl, we need, we can chill. This is not so bad. We just need to be more mindful and respectful of the energies at this time.
Um, I also just want to remind you guys that my course Audacity is um, going to be opening up at the end of this month. So make sure that you are getting yourself set up for success. This is a 90-day transformational course. Um, you can do it on your own timeline, but we'll be doing um, group calls bi-weekly. It's combining human design, NLP, and practical action for you to like revitalize your life. You're going to go from feeling limited and stagnant in your life to being truly limitless and having the audacity to create a life that you are truly obsessed with, whatever that means for you. And I'm so freaking excited to be bringing this to you. It is a labor of love. It is so powerful. And it is going to be an investment that you're going to make for yourself that is going to have like huge, 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 you know, compounding results for you over time. It is just it'll be a decision to invest in yourself that you will not regret because it is going to be so transformational. You're going to get so much out of it. Um, you also get a 90-minute human design reading with me, and you also get six intuitive card readings with me as well, um, which is super cool and I'm really excited about. Um, and then I also want to remind you that um, you can book a human design reading with me, a natal chart reading, or we can do a transit reading as well. Um, and of course... We have your ripple effect. So with anything that you um, invest in with HK Coaching, 8% of your purchase will be going to support Ally Global Foundation, which is an amazing organization that is working to put an end to human trafficking. And they are helping um, people who have been victimized by human trafficking by educating them, providing them aftercare, and they're just doing phenomenal work. And I'm so excited to be able to be working and supporting them. And you, like you guys know, when you make the choice to invest in yourself, you are elevating yourself, which helps to elevate everyone around you as well. So when you make the decision to invest with yourself with me, your ripple effect just gets amplified by helping these people who are being supported by Ally Global Foundation, which is so beautiful. And it's such an honor to be able to do. It's been a dream of mine to be able to do something that has such a big impact in supporting the community at a larger scale. And so this is just a dream come true for me. And I thank you so much, not just for doing the work on yourself, but for, you know, making really expansive choices with your money that are doing good for the whole world. Um, yeah, I just, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening today and I will talk to you guys soon.